Welcome to Answer the Call Missionary with Marcy Fenn, equipping, coaching, and restoring missionaries to answer God's call. We are continuing with missionary orientation, what I wish I would have known. Last time we talked about helping others adjust. Today we're covering number eight, change and transition. After five years on the mission field, I was invited to listen to missionary talks given to new teachers at a bilingual school on the topics of transition and change. I wish I had this information from the beginning because within all those changes or physical moves or locations were also changes in roles, responsibilities, and relationships. The missionary gave me all her materials and permission to give the talk to others. After transitions and life changes, there are those times where you momentarily feel insane because you feel like you've lost your identity. For example, going from a full-time job to full-time ministry, or going from the kids being in public school to homeschooling. Also, in times of change and transition, we can confuse what we do with who we are. So my favorite part of teaching on change and transition is letting people know they're not crazy and that nothing is wrong with them. In fact, a lot of this information is common knowledge to governmental or humanitarian workers who go overseas. What I was wondering was, why was it not made available to missionaries? There are some normal things that happen to everyone who experiences change and transition, and the more we understand, the more we can handle or understand what is going on to, in, and around us. Today, I'm going to give an overview on change and transition, but uh, this topic is so huge, I'm going to come back to it in its own series. So today, I'm going to start with separating and defining change transition. Change has to do with your physical move and physical changes to moving to the mission field. We experience this many times in our lifetime. When we go from high school to college, college to a job, we move from a job to job, moving within a state or from state to state, or moving to another country or within that country or traveling, even going in and out of our home country and our host country when we go on furlough or home assignment. Change also relates to events or situations that happen. We experience this type of change many times too. A birth, a death, a marriage, an illness, a new job, finance, beginning or end of school, vacation, holidays. Change happens externally. For me, my physical changes or moves over my life were moving when I was in fourth grade. We stayed in the same city, but I went to a different elementary school. Going to college, I moved from New Hampshire to New York, and then after two years transferred to another college, which was still in New York. Then we moved to Texas. We had four apartments in three years. Then we moved to Connecticut, where we lived in two houses in two towns within seven years. And then we moved to Honduras, where we lived in Gemaranguila for three months, Zambrano for three years, and Santa Lucia for eight and a half years. So in that process, my children have had to change in and out of three to five different schools. In that process, my husband changed schools as well as roles from teacher to curriculum coordinator to superintendent. In that process, I've changed roles from homeschooling to teaching English, teaching Bible, teaching at a bilingual school, missionary training and care, and pastor. We've had a lot of change in events too, financial ups and downs, trips back to the States, and kids going off to college. 
So missionaries will experience change in moving to a foreign country, but then also experience change within the country. This could involve living at language school and then going to a permanent location. This could involve leaving or changing of an organization. Change also involves roles, responsibilities, and relationships. During our time in Honduras, we've seen many missionaries come and go. We've had relationships with people at different schools, teachers, classmates, co-workers, different churches, Spanish-speaking, English-speaking, and our house church for missionaries. So change is external. Now transition is psychological. Transition is what's happening on the inside, our response to the change. So this is our thoughts, our feelings, and our beliefs. If we don't recognize what is going on mentally and emotionally, we may have a hard time letting go of what was and moving on to what will be. If you understand what is going on, you will be able to guide not only yourself, but others through change and transition successfully. Just Google change and transition curve and click on the images and you will see an array of the process of transition from cross-cultural work to organizational change. This could serve you well, you know, put a bookmark on it, save it for later when you want to introduce change into your ministry. How does that change affect your staff? How will you communicate change well? But there's also change and transition that relates to the move and that of a missionary. And we're going to look at the phases from the transition model PDF by David Pollock from Global Associates. The basic premise is that you're moving from a place of involvement and transitioning through these different phases, the phases of leaving and transition and entering and re-engagement or involvement again. And with each phase, you're going to experience a different social status. So how does that change and transition affect my position in society, social hierarchy or rank? Within each phase, I'm going to experience a different social posture. How does that change and transition affect our attitude, manner, my disposition? And then experience a different psychological experience. So how is the change and transition affecting or relating to our mental and emotional state? So phase one is the time right before moving. Socially, you belong, you have your reputation, you have your position. Your attitude is very responsive and committed. You're pretty secure mentally and emotionally because you have your relationships. But leaving phase two is when you start to relinquish those roles and positions and start to plan and pack. You start to experience mixed feelings. On the one hand, you're receiving a lot of attention and recognition. You have some good closure and farewells. However, on the other hand, the distancing and rejection from others may hurt as you begin to loosen ties and disengage. We can deny or cover up rejection, resentment, sadness, or guilt by this anticipation and excitement of what is to come, but we have to acknowledge our thoughts and feelings. It may help to know that there are three kinds of grievers, pre, in the moment, and post. A pre-griever will pull away or be very clingy early on. They will cry and show emotion early about your leaving. In the moment, grievers process and cry when they're with you in that moment that they're saying goodbye and they know it's the last time. 
but post-grievers won't show any emotions until after you leave. You'll be missed by all of them. They just are going to show it or not show it in that different way. So don't take their goodbye or their grieving style personally. What about us individually? How do we grieve? A major part of leaving is how we say those goodbyes. How we say goodbye determines how we say hello. So how we leave one place determines how we enter the next place. If you've not left for the mission field yet, you can make plans for good goodbyes. If you have left, reflect on how those goodbyes went. Do you have any unresolved conflict? Did you get a chance to say goodbye to people, places, possessions, and pets? Now, as a side note, being a missionary is going to involve a lot of goodbyes, family, friends, church, short-term teams, interns, and other missionaries. So being able to say goodbye well is going to be a skill you need. The next phase is transition, and this is a time you're starting to adjust in your new place. In the beginning, socially, you're unknown and there's no structure. It can be a time of chaos, isolation, exaggerated problems, not knowing what's going on, and misunderstandings. I looked back on some journal entries and I'm pretty sure I was in phase three when I never wanted to minister again, thought my marriage was going to end, and wanted to commit suicide. I mean, mentally and emotionally, there's anxiety, loss of self-esteem, loss of continuity, grief from all the loss, instability, and disappointment. So some may have been through what was going on. If you listen to our missionary journey, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But it would have been helpful to understand some of the feelings are just a normal part of transition and may not have been from the event that happened in our life. The next phase of entering is phase four, is a time where you're still introducing and making yourself known. There is some uncertainty of position and misinterpretation of behavior signals. You're an observer and uncertain of who to trust. But even though you still have times in which you feel afraid and seem to be easily offended, you have to be the one to initiate relationships. This combination of disposition and mental and emotional state can lead to depression or psychosomatic problems. But you are looking ahead into the future because this is temporary. This will pass. This too shall pass. See what I mean about how I wish I knew about all of this change and transition? Because you're not crazy. Nothing's wrong with you. You're experiencing the status changes, attitudes, and dispositions, mental and emotional ups and downs of transition. Phase five is re-engagement or involvement. This is finally, you're starting to sense belonging, have a position, are known, you're back to being committed and responsive and concerned for others. This brings you back to a mentality and emotionally secure and safe place. Your new normal is created. And for some missionaries, this new place, after all of that change and transition, becomes home. So the change and transition curve is not so smooth, you know, moving from one phase to the next phase, like a nice curve. People in the same family can be in different phases. You might be moving into entering, but still have an occasional day of chaos. So it's not so cut and dry. Don't compare yourself to others. Recognize what's happening and help each other out. How long does the whole process take? 
Well, it can vary from person to person. It can be from a couple of weeks to a couple of years. Some organizations require their missionaries stay on the field for two years before going on their first furlough home assignment. I will say these missionaries seem to have an easier time with the transition. But missionaries and organizations all require do things different concerning furlough and home assignment. Some serve on the mission field for a term and then are back in their home country for a year. Some missionaries have a furlough assignment trip like every year, but it's only three weeks to three months. So just remember, every time you go back, you're going to start the change and transition phases. And even if you don't make it all the way through, because you might not engage and be involved again back in your home country, you're going to start all over again back at the beginning when you come back to the mission field. So this process happens over your time on the field and between going between countries. So you don't arrive, you don't get to a point where you're like, oh man, change and transition, I got this. You don't master it, it doesn't just happen. So it may be familiar from your experience, you understand what's happening better each time, but it's going to happen every time. So hang in there. Thank you for listening today. And remember, trust God and answer the call. Thank you for listening to Answer the Call Missionary with Marcy Fenn. If you have questions or topic ideas, please leave a comment or send a voice message. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe and share or give at worldoutreach.org backslash 349. For more information on Answer the Call Ministries, please visit the website at www.atcministries.org.